Actor, author, certified life coach, encourager, family man, inspirational speaker, and so much more. Welcome to my podcast, Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. Welcome to another episode of Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. Today, we have a guest in the building, a guest, I said, in the building. But before we move on to that topic, one of the things that I want you to know about me is I love to create. I love the arts. I'm an actor. I'm a writer. You know these things about me, but I love to support the arts and I love just fresh talent, dope talent, legendary talent. I love it all. But when somebody has a gift, you cannot deny the blessings that they have over their lives. So I wanted to do something a little different on this episode and bring in someone who I hope close and dear to me. And I wanted to bring them in to share some of their gifts and kind of just discuss the meaning behind some of the things that they're going to be presenting today and what this is all about. And I I just know that you will appreciate a switch up, something a little different, but also how deep the conversations will get. So without any further ado, I am going to say our special guest is up and coming. And I don't even want to say that because that's just doing it no justice. I'm just going to claim it for what it is, is the poet, Young Aurelius. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so glad to have such a talent in the building. Now, I have been a fan of your work for some time now, and I thought that it would be great to have you come in and share some of your gifts with the world. I'm all about in this season of opening up your gifts. So with that being said, I know some people are like, who is this young Aurelius? What is this all about? What is this episode about? It's about exploring gifts. And so with that being said, I'm going to start off with this question. Who is Young Aurelius? Well, Young Aurelius is just an ordinary guy that goes through life and through his lens, his eyes and see everything, take it all in and then create his own perception and just let it all out through poetry. You know, the thing that's interesting is, you know, I always look at the names and how do people get names? Because names kind of intrigue me when it comes to certain crafts and arts. So how did you get the name Young Aurelius? Well, the name Young Aurelius was given to me by my brother. Um, He always viewed me as a young king and uh, I liked it. I just stuck with it. And being that my poetry, you know what I'm saying? It has like a whole feel of being all over the place and it has that that depth I think you know what I'm saying it's only fitting that it had like a big name like something like a king a king kind of a name behind it so I just felt like it just worked just lined up well kudos to your brother because the name is definitely intriguing um so let me ask you another question. What do you love most about writing poetry? Because I know for me, when I get into a writing zone, I'm inspired by just the things that I go through in life. 
but I feel like it can still translate in poetry, but I feel like you have to have a special niche to really pull people in when it comes to poetry because poetry is, for me, the poetry that I typically read is deep. So again, what do you love most about writing poetry? Uh, What I like the most about it is that I have the freedom to say and do whatever I want based on what I, my reality and things that I've seen and things that go on around me and I have the ability to change it I have the ability to to play God in a sense you know what I'm saying I, I have that control of the outcome and everything else that goes on within it and just to be able to be in control of every aspect of it you know what I'm saying is what I love the most gotcha so you like to be in control because yes. <laughs> you like that outcome because we know in life as we always talk about on these podcasts is you know it's not really about us it's about God and what he's doing in our lives so God does give us an element of controlling certain things and I think that really comes when we really do a deep dive in our gifts mm-hmm. and what that is and using them for the bigger purpose but using what he's taken us through to get to that part so I can completely understand that so before we even hear the first poem because I think you're blessing us with two today so I'm excited yeah, about yeah. that um what inspires you to write to be honest with you it I, I have to give the credit to the big man above because I mean the stuff is just related to things that I see but it all hits me you know spontaneously actually it just comes to me and I just write and keep going and going and fulfill until I fulfill what feels correct. All right, so I have a question for you. And I know we're going a little bit off off script a little bit, but not really. Um, so growing up, were you always a writer? Like, did you find yourself always writing? Actually, it's the exact opposite. I would never thought I would be a writer uh, of any sort. <laughs> and now I see myself, uh, Oh, well, I'm actually writing different things now. Um, All kind of different stuff I'm writing now. So poetry and uh, books and everything. So, I mean, I never saw it coming, but it's here. So before we go into poem one, you saying something like you didn't see this coming because it was like the complete opposite. And for those who are listening, this is just a reminder because I promise you we do not rehearse what we're going to say. But this is a reminder that Just because things look one way doesn't mean they're going to end the same way. When God's in it, he qualifies you to push on through and to make things happen, even when you don't even see it for yourself. So you make sure that you hold on to your gifts, you cherish your gifts, and you take life with intention. And you take your purpose seriously And you take yourself accordingly because what you do does matter. And just like Young Aurelius here, and he's saying that, you know, he did not see this at all. He was the complete opposite. Like writing, no, not not happening, correct? Is what you're saying. And then here you are, you're creating poetry. I know you're working on some other projects. I don't want to spill your tea is what the people like to say out there in the world. So I'm not going to say the other projects that you, you share with me before recording, but I'm just, okay, let's, let look, we can go, we can do this all day. So I'm going to just get focused on hearing this poem. So without further ado, let's switch up the tune and let's hear 
the first poem that young Aurelius decided to share with us today. Self-infliction. My expectation resides next to the moon. So anything less than cuts into my flesh like a knife against my wrist. The pain is only temporary in comparison to the emotional contusion that swells on my brain. You don't know my struggle, I tell myself in confidence. But who am I fooling? It is me I am trying to impress. I stumble in my efforts to try again, only to have my face shattered upon the concrete. I've donated so much blood to my cause. My veins are drawn up from all the withdrawals. But I'm a fighter. I shall not be defeated. I tell myself in confidence. But who am I fooling? It is me I am trying to impress. My efforts to prosper is overlooked due to all my mistakes. It's like the world rewards the effortless. Chances after chances, opportunities after opportunities, forgiveness after forgiveness. My accolades parade around me, yet still I beat myself down until I'm six feet under. I tell myself in confidence, you're too hard on yourself, but who am I fooling? It is me I am trying to impress. What y'all do? We, we, we snap, right? Yeah, you snap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that one is called... Self-infliction. Self-infliction. And you can read this in so many different ways. I don't want to embarrass myself today. So can you share with us what is this all about? Because it seems like it's some internal pain. It just, it has depth. And I just want to be correct. So tell me the answer. What is this thing about? What is this poem about? What does it mean? Um, this poem is just really about, I mean, it's in the title, just uh, self-infliction. It's about really beating yourself up about all your efforts and being really hard on yourself about uh, your accomplishments and feeling like they're not enough. So you accomplish things and it still doesn't feel like it's enough. And you, you go in deep on, you study hard or whatever it is that's going on in your life. And then once you get to the end of the road or complete those tasks, it's like, well, that wasn't enough and it's about really understanding that it's not about pleasing other people either you know what I'm saying it's, it's, it's about pleasing yourself but what ended up happening is that you 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 spend so much time trying to please everybody else you don't even take time to take in your own accomplishments so you automatically just put it down or write it off because somebody else around you is doing something better you know what I'm saying and not realizing that your accomplishments are your accomplishments and that you should embrace them and, and enjoy them yourself. It's not about, you know, the next person or it's not, it's not about that. Because what we do is we see everybody else around us doing something on their, own on their own terms and enjoying it. And then we feel bad about our own accomplishments because it don't equal to what they did. You know? Or what we perceive. Or what we perceive, that they right. That's, that they, that's, exactly. That's a word. So, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's about feeling down about your own accomplishments, you know, self-infliction. So sometimes it takes for you to realize that you are, you know, cutting yourself to realize that, damn, I, I, there's no reason for me to cut myself. Enjoy, you know, my accolades and, and all those things I mentioned in the, in the poem, you know. You, you have those things that are in your corner, but you don't even realize it because you're too busy beating yourself up. 
that this is real deep and I guess after hearing you really explain it it's just so true so true is we sometimes want to do so much and we want to be so great and we want our dreams to come true we want to see the manifestations we want to see all of these things and we're working extra hard at doing it and then sometimes you look to the left and you see it looks so easy for the next person sometimes you look to the right and you're like okay well your parents did that however you still find yourself sometimes being put in a position where you feel like you're just not doing enough or or you're feeling bad for not being where you feel you should be or where mm-hmm. society tries to place, place you. you. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think this was a good reminder, like, to live in your moments. Right. Celebrate yourself. Exactly. Because people, you know, sometimes look at cutting as just a physical thing. Like, you're really mm-hmm. cutting. cutting and right. But it's not necessarily that. Nope. It's a mind thing. Mm-hmm. So that was deep. That was, that was real deep, real deep. So is there anything else um, that you want to say about this poem or any message that you want to share to anyone who's just heard that or may be feeling these emotions that are happening within this work of art? Uh, just, I guess the, the message is, you know, like you said, take in every accolade that you accomplish, every every single thing that you do in life that, you know, that warrant a celebration, celebrate it. Whatever it may be, whatever little nick or cranny it is for you, if it's just a little treating yourself out to a little ice cream or something or whatever it may be, take it in. And the second biggest thing I, I believe is that your accomplishments is your accomplishments don't compare it to nobody else's you know what i'm saying because then you can't be giving or putting your or doing i can't say it right but it's you uh what i'm trying to say is you're causing your own self-infliction yes that's deep so value your journey your journey is your journey for a reason mm-hmm. and as we always always remind each other even through these podcast episodes are there is no one like you so your experiences are simply that your experiences you can't compare your experiences to anyone else um you can learn from others you can teach others but there's only one you that can live and walk in the shoes that you walk in so don't lose sight of how powerful your journey is and celebrate yourself. That's you heard sure. the man. Get some ice cream. You right. don't like ice cream? Get yes, some water I'm ice. Like you don't like water ice? Go ahead and get that pie pie. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Get something. <laughs> Do something. All right, so we've heard one poem. And I believe you have another one for us. Is that correct? Yes, yes, yes. All right, now listen, folks. I told you this man was talented. I know some of you are saying, what you got going on over there? I'm telling you, we're having real conversations about things that people deal with every day. The only difference is we always have to make sure we are finding the positive in all that we do. So I think I'm, I'm going to switch gears 
on our background ambiance. And we're going to hear your next poem. Last night, I hear you surrounding my everything. I feel you electrifying my internal mechanisms. I need your every existence. Life is lifeless without you, but vision is invisible. I love to taste you. I want to inhale you. I fiend for you. The sweet whispers trickling into my earlobes. The coolness slithering down my back, causing the hairs to rise and the skin to bubble. The body tension releases as you submit to every muscle tendon. I feel so strong yet so weak to your every command. The steam thickens, my soul weakens. Your dominance demands attention. Your strength cripples me and causes chaotic confusion. My body collapses from starvation. You dissipate as the steam erupts into thick smoke. You scatter in fear of the devastation. My eyes begin to close as the pain is unbearable. Emptiness fills my mind. Stick pins poke at my entire being. Darkness consumes the light. Who are you? My last words tonight. Well, all right. That was another deep one. Now look, my mind went in so many different directions. And I feel like this is playing a trick on me. But but for again, for the audience, what was this one called? Last night. Okay. So, again, my mind went in so many different directions. And this is one of the things I love about your poetry is it really challenges the thinking. Because you will think that it's one thing, but you're talking about something completely different. Um, and I love that. So... What is this one about? Uh, when I was making this poem, um, I wanted to, I wanted it to be able, I wanted you to be able to read it and then take in different views or different, different meanings from it. You know, um, I wanted you to really think about it and kind of put yourself in 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 the the narrator's position, uh, and it's like you're starving for something you want something really bad and you want it so bad and you fight so hard for it and you don't get it so and and that's that's like one one aspect of it you know that's one view you know and then the other view of it is like it's it's like a love it's a love tale a love tale you know you you want someone to love you like so much so hard you you put everything into it so you you fiend for them you need them everything about them is what allows you to live allow you to be alive you need them to that point and when they don't um satisfy that you know it, it feels like you come to an end and that's you know the last words for the night that's how it ends it's saying you know you want you depend on something so much that it, it's it's life you know what i'm saying it's life for you and without it, you're, you're dead. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you what this means to me. Okay, I'm going to tell you my version. I'm saying, Lord, I need you. <laughs> Not just tonight, but every night. But no, seriously, I, I think it's a real deep message because who hasn't been in that 
situation before or, or isn't going through it and I feel like that's just a flesh desire all the way around um, we could take this levels deep because you know how I can get sometimes mm-hmm. we could take this level deep and take it on the spiritual realm but I want to leave it on its surface because I don't want to shift mm-hmm. what you just put out there because I think it's good to allow people to relate in the matter that and the most how do I want to say this I want people to be able to put themselves as you said in those shoes and make it mean something to them mm-hmm. um, without more direction or narration you know mm-hmm. just them just really getting lost in the poem, in the poem. Right. and I think you do a good job of that because you know some of the other things I've heard you do you will read it and I think it's one thing and then you're like oh okay that's cool and then I'm like, but wait, wait, wait a minute. What, what did you mean by it? And no. then you tell me and I'm like, oh, well, that's he said, but but you always say about your poetry. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't have to be the right. real hardcore meaning. That's just right. my interpretation. That's but right. I leave it open so that you get lost in it. And right. that right there is a gift. So I don't know who never told you you were going to be a writer. I don't know why you didn't believe it for yourself. But we all have to go through our things to bring us to a point. I'm just glad that you're at this point and that you are sharing your gift. Um, And I know that there's a lot more to come of young Aurelius, Mm -hmm. the king. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And um, but I'm going to say the poet, young Aurelius, and I'm looking forward to your projects um, that are coming out. Um, So. You know, I definitely want to bring you back for more poetry. I'm not going to do all of that now. You know, I don't want you to start charging me too much for Uh. being here. (laughs) But um, I appreciate your time. But for anybody who has just become a fan or wants to hear more of your work, is there a certain place you would like for them to find you, reach out to you? Do you have anything? Or is that to come soon? Uh, It's to come soon. It's to come soon. So right now we just got to wait. For you to come back and continuously be a guest and oh, share yeah. your work. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, it's always Instagram, but I mean, that's not why I would prefer to send people right now. Okay. So, you heard it, folks. Young Aurelius is keeping us waiting for the big debut. And I'm going to do what I have to do to bring him on back. So that way he can share some of his work with us. Um, and I'm telling you, this is such a dope talent and I'm glad that we were able to make this happen today so thank you again for being a guest on the podcast i appreciate it yeah but wait i got one more for you wait you got another one for us one more hold up everybody we got another one You just made us so happy. <laughs> so, all right. I guess we have one more before he leaves the building. Pulling me. As you watch my body limbs rise, you notice I resemble the Holy Cross. My right hand stretched as far right. My left hand stretched as far left. I sink my feet into the ground as a strong base gripping my toes into the concrete. And still, it was no match for the direction of pool. The skin from my toes began to rip. Blood starts to saturate the concrete. I scream in pain. Why me, Lord? 
but no reply. I watch as ropes start to appear double knotted against my wrists. They continued to get tighter as the directional pull pulled me harder in opposite directions. I do not wish to be in two places at once. I cried in pain, but still no reply. My sorrow tears turned into tears of strength. I began to pull back against the directional pull, but not with muscle, but with words of encouragement. My pain is only temporary. I will survive. You cannot defeat me. I love you. I shouted with my eyes closed. Instantly, the pain dissipated. Scared to open my eyes, terrified of the outcome. But what my vision revealed to me was that I'm in control. I will no longer let my responsibilities, my finances, my obligations pull me to the right as my lover, my family, my occupation pulls me to the left. Now I'm doing the pulling, pulling them all closer, showing them all that with Christ, all things are possible. Well, all right, all right. And this one is called what? Pulling me. Pulling me. Pulling me. Okay, so what is this about? You already know I'm going to ask it. I'm not even going to, let's not even waste the time. I know you're about to leave me. So what is it about? Pulling me is is about going through life and having everything, you know, pulling you in opposite directions. You having to be there for your responsibilities, having to be there for your finances, having to be there for your love or having to be there for your family, having to be there. And it just feels like you have to be in so many different places at once. And it's like, it's a struggle. But what you have to do is realize that with Christ, everything is possible. Bring them all closer and stop letting them pull you in all the different directions and take control and pull them all closer to you. And once you bring them all closer, you are in control and you you make the decisions. And You know what I'm saying? But it ain't just because of you. You know what I'm saying? You can only do it with the big man above. All right, that's that. That's a word because lean not on your own understanding, and God will never give you anything that you can't handle. We just choose to make it more complicated than what it needs to be because we refuse to surrender to what it is that God is telling us to do. So I think this one was was big. It really hit home, and I'm glad you actually shared this one with us and you saved it for last. I think you were trying to play a trick on me, but I get it. Um, and I love the message behind this and. It's just a reminder that take day, take life one day at a time, time oh, yes. and, and, and breathe and trust that God has a plan and he wouldn't put more on you than you can handle. After all, he is your strength and you seek your strength through him. So if you're feeling like you're being pulled right now, take a moment breathe let's do that i had to hold mine's a little longer i've been being pulled but anyway (laughs) appreciate you being here yet again and thank you so much for sharing the gifts that god has given you and thank you for actually ending on this one this one yeah all right well young aurelius yeah poet 
Young Aurelius. All right. Until next time. Until next time. Mama say, Mama say, Mama say. Whatever that you means. Said. <laughs> Well, that wraps up this week's episode of Get Your Positivity with Harold Keith. Listen, stay encouraged through the week. Check out my website, www.itsharoldkeith.com and follow me on Instagram at It's Harold Keith. And if you have Facebook, go there too. At, guess what it is? It's Harold Keith. Looking forward to keeping you encouraged. Looking forward to more podcasts with you. Thank you again for joining and I'll see you next week. All right. That's a wrap, folks. (laughs) 